This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. U.S. Representative Matt Rosendale, the Republican who represents the entire state of Montana in the U.S. House of Representatives, has been named in a lawsuit that accuses him of illegally coordinating with the National Rifle Association in a campaign. The lawsuit brought by Giffords, a gun control advocacy organization, says that Rosendale coordinated approximately $400,000 in campaign materials illegally with the NRA in his failed 2018 Senate campaign. The plaintiffs take their name from the former U.S. Representative Gabrielle Giffords, who was shot and survived. Attorneys for Rosendale say that Giffords, the group, lacks standing to bring the lawsuit, saying the organization wasn't party to the campaign and thus cannot bring a lawsuit. The suit points out that Rosendale's opponents didn't object, and they were the only ones who could allege harm by the coordination. Rosendale has also asked the federal court in Washington, D.C. to dismiss the case because none of the allegations refer to actions in the District of Columbia, and just being a U.S. House member doesn't necessarily make the Montana representative subject to jurisdiction there. Rosendale does not deny the charges made in the lawsuit. He says Giffords couldn't have suffered any damage from the activity and therefore has no standing in court. Attorneys for Rosendale say that competitors only have standing in court when they allege that the injury is ongoing, something that Giffords does not claim in 2020 or 2022. Separate but similar lawsuits have been filed against John J. Trump and Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. The state of Florida has requested that a team of Missoula City and County emergency responders remain to continue the recovery from Hurricane Ian. The crew is currently working in Northport, Florida. Adrian Burke, the county's director of disaster and emergency services, says, quote, they were originally scheduled to come back on the 13th, but the state requested they extend for four more days so they'll come back in the latter part of October. Northport was heavily hit when Hurricane Ian rolled across Florida late last month. The storm left the community swimming in flood water, its water system disabled, and structures destroyed. According to the Palm Beach Post, the storm left more than 800 people stranded in their homes, and at least five community members have been confirmed dead. Montana also sent members of the Montana National Guard to assist. In Montana's most in-demand communities, more than 70% of the residential areas either prohibit or penalize the building of multifamily housing, and those restrictions cause some of Montana's housing shortage, according to a preliminary report released by the Governor's Housing Task Force. While zoning laws are often left to local governments, Housing Task Force member and State Senator Greg Hertz, the Republican from Polson, says if local governments don't step up prior to session with a plan for reforming regulations, then Hertz said he believes the legislature will react to that. 
The preliminary report detailed 18 possible measures the Montana State Legislature could draft in the next session to address housing scarcity and skyrocketing costs. The report says cities are prioritizing large, single-family homes and start, they need to start more duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes in residential areas. State Representative Danny Tundbaum of Missoula says he understands the instinct to want local control over zoning. However, when cities don't allow development in existing neighborhoods, development builds outward rather than filling in the infra existing infrastructure. Quote, the fact of the matter is that the policies that Missoula and Bozeman and Whiteface put in place have a direct effect on the surrounding communities. Idaho's wolf population appears to be holding steady despite changes by lawmakers there that allowed expanded methods and seasons for killing wolves. That's according to the state's top wildlife official. Idaho Department of Fish and Game Director Ed Shriver told lawmakers on the Idaho Natural Resources Interim Committee that preliminary data on human-caused and natural wolf mortality looks similar to three previous years. Quote, I believe the best way to describe Idaho's population right now is that it's fairly stable and fluctuating around 250. Idaho lawmakers in 2001 approved a law backed by ranchers that greatly expanded wolf killing in what some lawmakers said could reduce the wolf population by 90%. Backers said it would reduce the wolf population and attacks on livestock while boosting deer and elk herds. There have, however, been concerns the new rules could overshoot the mark because if the state's wolf population were to fall below 150, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service would take over management of wolves in the state. Authorities and a handful of volunteers have rescued a large number of malnourished and neglected cats that were suffering with flea infestations and illness on a property in Whitefish. The Whitefish Police Department, Flathead Sheriff's Office, and the County Animal Control executed a search warrant at a house on September 7th and initiated removal of over 150 cats and two dogs, all of whom were in bad condition. Currently, the Flathead Spay and Neuter Task Force is caring for 93 of the cats, Kitty Moms, Rescue Organization has 28, and the county shelter has six cats and the two dogs. Charges have not yet filed in the case, but the case has been referred to the Flathead County Attorney for review, according to Whitefish Chief of Police Bridget Kelch. Her best guess is that there were litters being born every two weeks. She also says she has buried many young kittens and cats that were not dewormed never received checkups, and were hardly fed. Female cats are able to reproduce when they're about five months old, and without spaying or neutering can have three litters a year. At last count, 143 cats had been removed from the property. The Spay and Neuter Task Force is holding an adoption event this weekend, and will be offering a special price for adoption of pairs since the cats have lived thus far as a group. Kitty Moms has adopted out 11 of the cats 
already. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 26 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.